You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. I was going in. In tight, Huberto trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Good morning. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You ready for some R&R this morning? Let's R- go. R&R. Yeah, I'm here for it. Are you Are you getting, are you, are you, are you warmed uh, up to the R&R? Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. A little R&R in the morning. Rolls off the tongue. You think the bosses would be okay if we changed the name of the show? Little R and R in the morning on Sportsnet. I mean, Sports they gotta get new graphics done up. And whatnot. It always feels like a bigger deal than yeah, than like just a, changing the name, like a simple name change. Yeah, graphics it does feel like legal, a big deal, probably. The thing off the top. Social PR have to get involved. Yeah, I don't know, man. You're right. Nothing's easy when you work no. for a corporation. No. Nothing is absolutely easy. When you work for a corporation, uh, we got a fun show plan for you. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Dave Dickinson, Calgary Stampeders head coach at seven o'clock. Very excited. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm going to do a backstroke in the pool of truth right now. Uh huh. You might have to carry a little bit of that Stampeders interview. Yeah, I think that's okay. okay. We don't always talk about the team and the state of things necessarily. Like Dave is another one of those guests. We just, we just love chat about life with Dave. Okay. And they're on a bye. Last one of the week. So we'll get the temperature check. Win going into the bye, that always helps. Mm. Three games left, second place up for grabs. Looking forward to the chat with Dickie. I think my favorite thing about the CFL is odd number teams in the league. Yeah. So somebody's always on a bye. Very CFL-y. Yeah, I love Very it. Very CFL-y. And what's the holdup with having a team out in the Maritimes? I have no idea. Yeah, it makes the absolute perfect slam dunk sense. I think they were Good until the pandemic hit, and then all the money went away. And then they had the the guy that was supposed to be the head of it went to go work for the Senators. Oh, Anthony LeBlanc, I believe is his name. Wow, Patrick he- Dumont, producer. <laughs> like, if there's somebody who's Wealth the authority on the CFL to the Maritimes, it's clearly Patrick Dumont. Yes, sir. Well done, sir. Uh, right. Ricky Romero, MLB Network radio co-host of the Spin Ray Podcast on the Athletic, former Blue Jays pitcher, seven thirty. We know who the Jays are playing. It's the Seattle Mariners at Rogers Center starting Friday. We don't know the time. No. We're going to find out tonight what the time is. It looks like it'll be early afternoon. So that potentially means you could be watching baseball 11 a.m. Calgary time on Friday. Playoff relevant baseball. Yeah. Mm, Sounds good. Sounds good. So you should probably, I I don't, again, I'm, I'm new to the city. I'm glad I'm here. I want to immerse myself in the community. But Friday would be the perfect day to call in sick. Because not only you have a baseball playoff game to watch in the morning, mm-hmm. long weekend. Yeah. You turn that into four days instead of three. Yeah, 100%. You get a little uh, Flames finale preseason action. Yeah. And it's Thanksgiving. Get a little family time in. Yeah. Get a little golfing because it looks like it's going to be nice on Friday. Right. You and I have a tea time Trying already. To yes. that in. Yeah. Yes. Well, th- that's the one Smart. thing. We should reach out to the MLB and see if they can work around our tea okay. time. That's right. I'm, I'll definitely PVR the game mm-hmm. so I can watch it. So if you're going to call in sick, and again, I'm not advocating for you to call in sick, but now would be the time to lay the groundwork that you're not feeling good. 
So then when you actually call in sick on Friday, it's more believable. Don't you think that nowadays, if you just throw out that you got a little tickle in your throat, people are like, you got to go. Yeah, you got to stay you the hell away from You know what? Here. That's a great point. <laughs> you got to go, bro. That's a great point. Directly to jail. You came like, in with a sniffle? A slammer. You know what? I, I was with my cousin Steve last night, and he tested positive for COVID. I just can't chance it. I can't come in on Friday. There you go. Dunzo. Or I got right. to work from home. That way yeah. you don't even have to use a sick day or a vacation day. Pretty smart. Zoom. No problem. Is, TV on in the background. Is there a Calgary bar that like Blue Jay fans get together with? Is that does that exist? I don't think we have like a Jays bar because it's not that niche. Like you could go anywhere and the Jays game will be on and there'll be people watching it if okay. it is some sort of a sports bar. So if you're going to go to Kraft or National, Home and whatever it is downtown, yeah. they're gonna have the Jays game on and there's gonna be a contingent of fans there okay. that are watching. Yeah, the unicorn downtown there's That's a, a good super one. pub. Yeah. yeah, they got three bars there. They got TVs all over there. They'll be all over the Jays for sure. Uh, the pitching matchup super interesting. We'll talk to Ricky about that. I don't want to get too much into the minutia of the pitching matchup because I don't want to go too inside baseball with you guys. Mm-hmm. But uh, game one's going to be Castillo against Manoa. The big puma. The big puma. As uh, John Gibbons calls him. Um, and then the second game, super interesting. It'll be Kevin Gosman and his cut finger, which is being lasered. Apparently, they're using a laser to fix his finger. A Did, laser. Didn't Buck tell us that it was like the fingernail that split on him yeah. or something and like that? And they're using a laser. In a laser. A laser to fix his finger. The, the why, why it's so fascinating in game two is the reigning American League Cy Young Award winner and former Blue Jay, Ricky, uh, Ricky Robbie Ray, not Ricky Ray. <laughs> Robbie Ray is pitching. You know some CFL, George. So yeah, I know lots pants. of CFL. Yeah. I, I can tell you from experience, Robbie Ray's pants are so tight that if he had a cell phone in his pocket, you could read the text messages. That's how tight that dude's pants are. And we get to see his ridiculously tight pants in game two, Saturday, at Rogers Center. That's a scary... He's going to be amped up. Oh, yeah. He's been really good the second half of the season. That's a scary, scary situation for the Blue Jays facing that guy, which could be an elimination game. I don't know if if the big puma goes out there and struggles. I, I don't know. But... I'm afraid of the Robbie Ray. Southpaw type. Man, that guy, he's he's such a competitor. Yeah. And the way and he, that this season's he, gone. He grunts a lot, too. When he's he does the, grunt a like, lot when he, throws, mm. when he throws the ball all the time. <clears throat> That's going to be an interesting series. So, yeah. So, basically, any sports bar in the city mm-hmm. will be rocking around probably 11 a.m., 11.30. So, and here's another, here's another good plan. Mm-hmm. So, what you do is okay. you go watch the Jays game. Sure. Maybe a little bit. You mix in a little bit of day drinking. A little bit of uh, yeah, okay. So couple, the game's couple done. Afternoon at, pops. Yeah, the day's done. Pro- the game's done probably around two thirty, three o'clock, give or take. Stagger home, take an Uber, take a cab, whatever you need to do. Yeah. Crush an afternoon nap. Transit for like three or four hours. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. May as well. Then get up and you got Flames preseason down at the dome, or mm-hmm. uh, you just go out and enjoy your Friday night. Whoa. Two and options, a, and on it's the a table. long weekend, and it's a long weekend. So there's literally. They, they, nothing could go wrong. No, absolutely nothing can go wrong. No uh, consequences. None. Mark Spector, senior columnist for Sportsnet at 8 o'clock, will join us. Uh, we'll get the Oilers' perspective heading into the season because I, I want to get his take because uh, I've heard a lot of we hate Edmonton here in Calgary mm-hmm. so far and we can't stand anything Oilers. Mm-hmm. I want to get Mark Spector's uh, perspective on what he thinks the battle is going to look like this year and what he thinks of the Flames.
because it's always fun to get that perspective. And I think that for so long, one team was good and, and one was bad. Yeah. You know, after they both had their respective trips to the Stanley Cup finals and now they're both good. And that's exciting. That's exciting for everybody here. Um, we, you and I golfed yesterday. We sure did. We, we had a lot of fun. Uh, do you want to give your course a shout out or no? Mm, yeah, we went out to River Spirit where I played. Okay. Where I have uh, had the membership for the last couple seasons. Yeah. You and I couldn't have played worse on the front nine. Awful. Horrendous. I haven't played that poor golf years. It was unsettling. Yeah. Back nine, I picked it up. Back mm-hmm. nine, I started to really hit the ball. I, from a guy who's played a ton of golf in Ontario. Yeah. I noticed an enormous difference in how f- much further the ball flies here in Alberta. You, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. I I can attest that over the course of the round, George, as as he continued to fire these drives down the fairway and then fire his irons right over the green with with joy, with glee. With yeah. Just the distance that, that the club was going for you. And something I never thought about here. I just thought I bombed the ball pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, I guess thin air. Ball travels further. Like science I, rules. I don't want to be. I don't want to be pat the guy on the back. But we. What hole was it? The 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 one I drove the green. What oh, hole number is that? That would be eight, fifteen. Okay, so on fifteen, 15 down listen and mill. This Patrick. The, there was a single in front of us who was getting like really frustrated, right. and you can see his body language every time he hit a bad shot. He'd oh. be like, "Oh God!" <laughs> it was all aboard. <laughs> no, the, why? All aboard the struggle bus for this lad. So we're on we're on the tee. Uh, I, literally, I'm wearing my my watch that says the yardage. Yeah. We're 300 yards away from the tee. I'm like, I'm just gonna go because I can't reach him anyway. It's 300 yards. And I was I, like, dude, I've seen people drive the green before. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm like, this is far. Like, there's no way I'm gonna reach. I can hit. I like, yeah, I'll reach. But don't I hit it whole high about 13 feet? Wow. And the guy goes, great shot. <laughs> he wasn't angry. No, he was in the bunker and it scooted by him. Yeah, onto, onto the, the green. green. 300 yards away. I'm like, how is this possible? <laughs> like, I hit it far. I hit, If I really hit it, it'll go 280, 285. But no, this, like, right and 300 up, yards. Rolled up the hill, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was I'm pretty like, impressive. I love Alberta Good golf. It's the best. I kept marveling at the mountains. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was going to mention that. Yeah, it's beautiful. They're there all the time, Picturesque scenery. And I had the eagle putt. True. I hit it. I hit, I put a little. I put a little heat on it because you never want to leave an eagle putt short. It hits the middle of the hole, bounces up. Half the ball goes in, leaks out. Ooh. Fact. Now you got tap in for a birdie. It was about a two inch tap in for birdie. It was wow. very, a very nice First hole. It really felt like everything was turning around. Yeah. First Calgary golf experience, pretty damn good. Loved it. Love that extra. It's pretty much I picked up a club, distance wise here. Oh, yeah. That's what I figured out, which is nice. Yeah. yeah it's always love good the there. altitude. Add an extra 10, 15 yards in the bag, no oh, problem. Yeah. No, it's awesome. I, you know, I bet if it, you know, like, because the River Spirit's a little bit more west, a little bit more higher up. I wonder if you mm-hmm. go to a course to the east of Calgary, if you say, no, notice the same difference. Uh, no, it's, yeah, it's this whole area. I've actually, I, I'm such a golf sicko. I actually looked it up that it's like 800 feet higher above sea level than what I'm used to. It's a significant margin. Yeah. Like it's like not I, Denver, I'm not a but scientist. Yeah. I'm just a Dumbo broadcaster. I wasn't very good at science. Mm-hmm. I had to cheat my way through grade 10 physics just to get a mark. <laughs> but I there's there's a big difference there. There's a huge difference here in Alberta. And I love it. I love golfing here. I think I, it's the best. Weather's going to be warm Friday. I'm super pumped that we're going to go. 
Yeah, we're going to get out for one more, and then we got to look towards next season. It's true. And then it's uh, we got to start prepping already. Yeah. Get to the gym, start yep. working on the golf bod, because over the course of the year, you know, it's the opposite of hockey. You know, you can show up at the start of the season, get yourself in shape. Mm-hmm. I show up to the golf course, and I'm like, not going to drink this year. I'm going to walk the course a whole lot. And then I end up drinking all day and, and riding in the cart yeah. all day and, and get a big boiler by the end of the summer. Because it's fun. Yeah, because it's lots of yeah, fun. because it's absolutely Yeah, I really fun. enjoy it. Um, looking forward to that. 8.30, uh, you wanted to, we talked about this on the golf course yesterday. We talked a little shop on the golf course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> talked about the nuts and bolts at the shop. We did that and we worked on the Gibby impression. Yeah. I did that way too much. My bad Gibby impression. Yeah. All right, get it done, partner. Yeah, like, that's work. my terrible... <laughs> My my entire Gibby impression is based on this. Dip, dip, dip. I'd start everything like that. Gibby was really impressed with the long drive on the green. Yeah. He dip, was dip, really dip. You hit it on the green there, partner. Like, that's my terrible Gibby Ooh, big impression. Big boom. Dip, dip. Dip, dip, dip. That's a big drive, partner. So, uh, 8.30, you wanted to ask George more questions? I have more questions just because I've I got more queries. You want to, you, you, you know, unwrap. want to peel back the onion. Yeah. Okay. some layers. Keep those rolling in. Rec reference for you there. There you go. 960, 960 on the text line, name and location, please. Um, I, I like your face. I don't know why some people were upset with There's a couple with me people that got really mad at you I, for I asking. I mentioned, like, name and location. I just want to, you know, I want to know who you are and where you're texting from. Why is that so insane? And we'll do that here. <laughs> like, why are you getting so heated over that? It's nice because then yeah, we can we also know, yeah, explore the city a little bit. Yes. I can tell you, yeah, you should yeah. go there. No, don't ever go to that right. area. No. And then when I'm mispronouncing city names, you can correct me so I can say them properly. Seton. Yeah. It's a Seton learning experience. Yes. We don't do that here. <laughs> That's Toronto radio. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Was it left in Laguna? What the hell is this? <laughs> We don't do that here in Calgary. Uh, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Who the hell knows? You know, yeah. I don't know. You it, don't know. Don't know. I mean, we got to move on. We got to move everybody's on. Everybody's been good. You know what I mean? It's, good. Yeah. Um, 960, 960 on the text line. Ask me a question. We'll do that at 830. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about that. Very excited. Um, big news yesterday. What's that? Um, I think I think love is dead. Oh. Love is dead. Oh. Love is absolutely dead. Um, if, if you didn't hear the giant news from the world of sports and entertainment, yeah, this is, it is sad. Uh, Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen seem to be, head, seem to be heading to the end zone. Oh, jeez. That's bad. Both have retained divorce lawyers, according to the New York Post. As previously revealed... The couple have been living separately for the past couple of months following an epic fight. And they're now apparently looking at dividing up their multi-million dollar empire. Or a source said, quote, Maddie, mm. I never actually thought this argument would be the end of them, but it looks like it is. The Super Bowl champions, 45, the supermodels, 42. They've been married since 2009 and both apparently will be still very involved in their children's lives and would share custody in any separation. Now, it's sad. There's so many there's so many angles to attack about this. If Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen, two incredibly beautiful people who seemingly had the perfect life, mm. the perfect family, mm-hmm. if love and marriage doesn't work out for them, what hope do us poor schlups, slobs, regular Joes have in marriage? Wow. Like you, you live with your girlfriend. Yeah. 
What hope do you and your lovely girlfriend have for the future if Tom and Giselle can't get it done? If they have to get divorced? If the perfect couple is calling it quits? I never had to think about it like that. It's deep. It is. It gets me all the clemped. Yep. I have to think about my future. Yeah. But Maddie, at 45, are you going to still want to do something that your wife doesn't want you to do? Probably. I already do a lot of stuff that she doesn't like. And yep. I show no sign of changing. Fair. You know what? This is just a guy who's married to the game. He loves football. That's this is a guy who's true, married to the that's game. The true now, mistress. Now, the way I think. Yeah. The way my stupid brain works. Sure. Right away. Now, you want to talk about a guy. You looking for his number or for her number? Is that what you're thinking? No. That's, that's just, a, a, no, sir. I don't date older women. Okay, first of all. I'm so mad at God. Come on. Like, why do you... Like, okay, Giselle, you're that's, nice, but... That's the problem there, Sorry. Yeah. I'm not like Leo, but like, come on. Would you wear there's, a bunch in jersey? There's a... <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not wear a bunch in jersey. I would not wear a bunch in jersey. See, what's the difference, Patrick? If I wear a bunch in jersey or like a musk shirt, it's the same thing. It's literally the same thing. You're wearing somebody else's name on their back. It's the same thing. So this is this is my whole thing about Tom Brady being single. Now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You want to talk about a dude who can bowl? He can bowl. Yeah, sure. Like it's the pick of the litter for Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. He's kind good of looking, top of the food chain. Rich, one yeah. of the most famous people on the planet. Like everything's going for Tom Brady. And then I thought to myself two things. Mm -hmm. Number one, do you remember the story from a few years ago when Sharon Stone actually went on a dating app? And her account got banned because Bumble didn't believe it was actually Sharon Stone. No, I don't remember that. Okay, well, I just told you the story. Right so on. That's literally what happened. Okay. Um, what if Tom Brady ended up on Tinder? <laughs> like, how long or how quickly would his profile be blocked? I. You think Tom Brady on Tinder? I think it Tinder? would be almost immediate, you know? You would have to assume. It's like, right? and then like he's showing photos of like well, him and his family. What if he became like a verified user of it? You know, they, yeah. they force you to take your picture to Probably. show that you're real. And he has like any other dating profile. He has like <laughs> photos of his friends. It's like it's him and Gronk and Edelman. <laughs> and then he's with his kids, right? And then like you see him like lifting a Super Bowl trophy. There's like because you don't know who he is. A photo and Giselle's yeah. cropped out of it. Yeah, at, you're right. On the red carpet uh, at yeah. like the Met Gala. He's One there. with his animals. Yeah, he you know he's there you know eating some avocado ice cream because he's getting it done on a Sunday. <laughs> One of the pictures as you swipe is just the TB12 logo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Alex so, Martinez is there. Like I'm sure, I'm sure he would. That would take up a lot of his free time if he was on t Tinder. Mm. The amount of matches he would get. Yeah, like, you'd have to comb through. Yeah, you would. You probably need his own assistant. Yeah, like he he would be busy on Tinder. I just don't know how long his profile will last. And then I thought about this. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys remember this. I think the biggest red flag for uh, the whole Tom Brady thing. If if I like, let's say I if I was going to date Tom Brady, right? Sure. If I was a, a lovely woman and I wanted to date Tom Brady. I'd go back to that clip in 2018 while he's lying, getting massaged with his shirt off by his witch doctor, Alex Guerrero. And then his 11-year-old son comes in and then like sort of like they kiss and it was really weird. Uh, yeah, Do you remember that? Like, yeah. This shouldn't be on video. It's like, hey, dad. <laughs> like, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, it Talk was about a, a turnoff. Like, you're like, you know, Tom Brady's the perfect guy. And then you go watch that video like, eh, that's a really close family. Hey, ah. 
Like, really I don't well. know. I don't know how you grew up. Not like that. I didn't grow up like that either. No, there was love and affection, but it was sure. not like, like that. Yeah, like kiss my mom on the cheek. Yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah. Nona. Oh yeah, sure. Come in, big one on Nona's. Around the see now, see now you got me. So my godmother's mother hmm? had you, you, you. She was an older lady. Sure, had a had a beautiful hump too. Beautiful lady. Very hunched over. Oh. And every time uh, I remember as a kid, uh, you'd have to lean in. The Serbian weighs three kisses on the cheeks. Mm-hmm. And she had a very coarse beard. Oh. I will never forget <laughs> that. I will never forget that as a kid. I'm like, oh, God, she's here, and it's going to rub against it's my gonna, cheek. She had a very, very coarse beard. So that's probably the only negative, like, with the Tom Brady thing. And again, if you kiss your children on the mouth, that's great. Fine. You have a loving family. Yeah. It, I just find it a little weird. Yeah, you got to get know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. You know, I think that in a lot of these situations, I like to do a little pros and cons list. Okay. So, you know, pro, um, you know, heir to the TB12 uh, dynasty. You yeah. know, get a little bit of that. Um, you could probably get into any restaurant, club, or bar for the rest of your life. Sure. Um, another pro, um, I'd probably say the money again, just because it is so much, you could probably put it down twice. Um, never paying for anything despite having all the money. That would be nice. And the con would be that video of you making out with that your son one video of you making out with your son when you're okay. getting a massage. All right. Now, Giselle, let's flip it over to the Giselle. Like mm. I've seen it a lot on social media. She has to date Pete Davidson now, right? Well, yeah. And he'll get a That's tattoo the, of Giselle? Yeah, so she'll go on SNL. Yeah. And then two weeks later, yeah, they'll, do, they'll do like a... Well, he's um, not on SNL anymore, Oh, yeah, that's a, right, that's a good point. He left. But still, it's Pete Davidson. He dates everybody. So they bring Pete Davidson back for a guest appearance. They yeah. put him back on the magic carpet Sure. that he was on sure. with, with Kim. Right. And you bring in Giselle, put her on the carpet, no problem. Yeah. Off you go. Romance, love. That's how it's done in New York and Hollywood, baby. Like, tell me you just wouldn't love to see that Tinder profile for one day, the amount of matches that guy would have. It would be insane. It'd be good. Pick the litter, like you said. He absolutely would have the pick of the litter. And maybe, hey, listen, we were not cheering that, you know, he's getting divorced. It's sad. Yes. But I Played think a sad. lot of people are enjoying this because Tom Brady is like, he's perfect. He has that beautiful bum chin. Those steely good looks. Mm-hmm. The guy's won seven Super Bowls. He's the greatest football player of all time. Mm-hmm. He keeps defying father time over and over again. I think a lot of people like to see somebody like Tom Brady having personal issues like this. Shout and froud. Yes. Just a smidge. Yeah, there is. And like I think lately Tom Brady has maybe endeared himself to a lot of people. But over the Patriots run when it was him and old Bill Belichick, like yeah. the, he was a villain. He was. He was a heel. Yeah. No one liked him. Yeah, because he kept winning, and he's so good looking, and he has everything going for him. And then it just kind of turned, you know? Yeah. And the Eventually, guy goes to Tampa Bay his first year and wins a Super Bowl. It was it's a ridiculous story. But unfortunately, the it's it's done. They're getting divorced. It's super sad. Um, later on in the show, too, what else is sad is an employee of this radio station taking advantage of a poor employee of this radio station. Yeah. We're going to talk about that later. Like, I haven't, I haven't, I've, I've only talked to this said person who took advantage 
of one of our teammates here on the show, one of our brothers, somebody that if we were a blood match, we'd probably give a kidney to. Did you hear him audibly? He'd give both the kidneys. To be honest with you. He'd give both of his kidneys. He'd wake up with a bathtub full of ice. (laughs) To be honest with you, you probably wouldn't want Maddie's kidneys. Hmm? I'm just saying, lately. Yeah, it's. And my kidneys are filled with Coke Zero, so you probably wouldn't want those. But if you needed one, I, I was appalled. I was shocked. I was stunned. I was disappointed. I was flummoxed. I was bewildered that an employee of this radio station would take advantage of a poor young gentleman who works on this show, and I don't like it one bit, and we're going to talk about it later on in the show because it is not cool. The swift-handed justice. It's not cool. Oh, it's coming down hard. Uh, The Rose Report is straight ahead. Let's Uh, go. Aaron Judge breaks a record. Some dude probably broke his leg. Uh, The Flames uh, (laughs) play their penultimate game of the preseason. Now I got to take that out of the report. And I got some facts for you guys. You got facts? Facts. Fun facts? Fast facts? Yeah, fun facts. I think they're fun. Let's go. Like Fun Dip fun. Do you remember Fun Dip? Did you eat Fun Dip as a kid? I had Fun Dip like... Probably like two months ago. Were you George. Like super stoned when you had that? Is Probably. That okay. Chances are high. Uh, the Rose Report with Maddie Rose straight ahead. It is the big show. R&R. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960. The fan. Um, let's do the Rose Report. How about we do that right now? Fire it up. Uh, the Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors. Quotes. On 51st Avenue and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Oh, yes. It's morning report time. It's a Wednesday. Happy hump day, friends. Flames, another preseason game tonight. Big money deal elsewhere in the NHL. The Jays didn't play because of terrible weather. And uh, the World Cup is going to be the World Cup, but at what cost? Mm. Let's dive in. Calgary Flames traveled to Winnipeg yesterday. Work ethic, consistency, structure. They're playing their penultimate preseason game tonight against the Winnipeg Jets. Six o'clock start. This one's going to be on the Flames website. You can also listen right here on Sportsnet 960. Flames are down to 28 players at camp after yesterday. yesterday defenseman Jeremy Poye was sent to the AHL Wranglers. Uh, relatively high draft pick defenseman, offensively minded. Was a little bit surprised he was around after the last set of cuts, but now off to the Wranglers. Makes sense. We'll get a lineup for tonight's game just a little bit later in the day. But, George, what is one question that you have that you want to get answered by the end of tonight? That's a good question. Where does Michael Stone fit? Where does... That's a good one. Because another good performance from him in the last game, he's got the three goals, and then Daryl was like, oh, he doesn't need to score goals. Third pair defense, we just need to defend. Mm-hmm. But what if he was on the power play with the shots? What about it? Interesting. So that'll uh, that'll be coming up later today. The Flames have also teased an announcement coming Thursday afternoon, and it might be Scorch. This is a big deal, George. Big. Mm- New, new Wranglers mascot. Yeah. Uh, big time meme. Wasn't a wasn't a mascot for long because there were some videos where he like attacked a, a fireman and stuff like that. But he's coming back, we think. Thursday, two o'clock. An announcement gonna be uh coming Are you gonna from be the down Flames. there. 
I don't know if I'm going to go to the announcement. Like, how many questions do I have for Scorch? Yeah. I wonder who's playing Scorch. Is it the same guy? Maybe. The same guy that does Harvey? What have you been doing for the last 10 years? Like, did you go to school? Did you you work, like, selling cars? Like, is he allowed to take off the mask? Or, like, at Disney, you're not allowed in any circumstance to take off the mask, even if you vomit inside it because of heat exhaustion? I think he's got to keep the mask on. So is his head a puck? I think his head's a puck. Yeah. Okay. It's like a puck inside of I think it's a, like a burning puck. Yeah, I think that's kind of Listen, the... it's mascots are like all-star games. It's for kids. It's the fans. It's corporate schmooze. Like, who gets really upset about a mascot? Like, who's like, yes, I'm going down to the game to watch Scorch do his thing. One time, Mac T got really upset with Harvey. Yeah, years ago. Oh, look at him. Scorch is banging a drum. Get the fans <laughs> jacked up. Like, what is he... I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited for him Are to get you? out in the community. Yeah, I am. Okay. Dumb stuff like this get me so, so like he's at a like car dealership. Games at he's, McMahon's he's, Scorch like, pushing kids over. I no, want to watch no, no. Scorch race the cow. No, this is what it's like. It's like if you're if you have like a, a car dealership that's got all these deals. And they got those stupid balloon guys that are like moving Wacky all over the place. And G-Man. it's like, ooh, we couldn't get Harvey the Hound. But we got Scorch. <laughs> Right? Yeah, Harvey the Hound big time does because he's Harvey yeah, the Hound. He's yeah, like, yeah. actually, I can't fit we that into my schedule. We couldn't get Paul McCartney. <laughs> we got your Ringo. Yeah. That's what it is. It's I'm sure good. Scorch is available for birthday parties. Oh, hell yeah. Like, how underwhelming would that be for your kids? <laughs> I think they'd be terrified, right? frankly. Kids, we got a Flames mascot coming. No, oh, Harvey, my God. Harvey, Harvey the Hound's Harvey coming. Can't. And then Scorch walks in like, who's this dude? He's like smelling of cigarettes and whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jimmy. (laughs) Why does he sound like Gibby? I don't know. Happy birthday, Jimmy. Happy birthday. Also also wanted to mention, uh, Michael Buble was apparently playing a show at the Saddledome yesterday and was firing out a bunch of Flames references, including taking shots at uh, old Johnny Columbus and saying, uh, well, this is a place that you want to win, stuff like that. So if you were at the Buble concert, Mm. um, give us the inside info. I want to hear more about that. Across the country on Long Island, the Islanders locked up forward Matt Barzell. He'll play this year at a $7 million cap hit, but then his extension will kick in. Eight-year, $73.2 million deal. That'll pay him an average of $9.15 million. Frank Serafali of Daily Faceoff joined the guys on Flames Talk. After the deal, he discussed the big ticket contract handed out by the Isles and perhaps feeling a bit cautionary about this one. There's only so many really talented players like him to go around in the league guys that can make something happen but to me when you look at Barzell his point production just hasn't gotten up to the level that it was at in his rookie year 85 points in 82 games he burst out of the gate and since then he's really been much closer to a you know 60 to 65 point player almost pretty consistently and so yes I know the salary cap is going up yes I know this effectively locks him into Long Island for the next nine seasons, including this next one at seven. I was just surprised that that one got up to $9.15 million. And the number does seem high when you go and look at the numbers. 15 goals last season. He's yeah. only scored more than 20 once in his career. And like Frank mentioned, that was his rookie season where he had 22 and 85 points in 82 games. Only 59 points in 73 last season. This isn't a guy who's out there scoring 80 points a season. 
but he is a guy that stirs the drink for the Islanders and one of their offensive right. catalysts. And, and it's not like he's a guy that's got a lot to play with there, right? Yeah, if exactly. Villiers, okay, great. Brock Nelson and yeah. Anders Lee. And and he's a guy that's ridiculously talented, dynamic. And if you're – hockey fans across the planet should be excited for a type of deal like this. Lou's not going to sign a deal like this if he doesn't know the salary cap's going to be shooting up. Like giving giving him that amount of money, and that works for that organization and that player because they wanted him to be there long term, built the new arena, get all of that. Sure, but you got to be optimistic about the salary cap that Matt Barzell and Lou Lamorello is signing that deal for him. The cap's going up within the next few years. Sure, you're going to have to deal with you know like Japanese cartoon like uh, rink board ads, and then <laughs> hopefully you don't have a seizure watching games. But at least the salary cap's going to go up, and your team can keep your favorite player. Yeah. You got to look at the milk ad on the Leafs jersey every once in a while. But apart from that. Milk. Anyway, milk is what they pick. It says milk. In the majors, uh, the Blue Jays. Baltimore weather. No good. Thunderstorms. Rain. Could not play. So they'll play a doubleheader today instead. Final day of the regular season. First tilt today is at 1035, which is nap time, unfortunately. The second one will go shortly after. We're going to carry the first one here on Sports at 960, but the second one we won't carry because you got the Flames game. It's completely meaningless, too. But tune in at 1030 to Blue Jays baseball. <laughs> All games today are just for fun because the playoff picture is officially set after yesterday. The Jays will, in fact, host the Mariners starting on Friday. The Rays travel to Cleveland, while the Astros and Yankees will enjoy first-round buys in the American League. Over in the NL, the Phillies will play the Cardinals as the sixth seed and the Central Division winner, and the Mets will host the Padres in the other wildcard series, which was a bit of a shock. The Braves had trailed the Mets by 10.5 games in the standings on June 1st. The race for the division at that point had been declared over. I'm going to tell you anyway, the NL East is over. That's right. It's a wrap. No one is touching the Mets. Tweet me the hate all you want about the Jinx. Nonsense. The Mets will be National League Eastern Division champs, and I don't even think the Braves are going to challenge them. The Phils, please, you've seen them. I won't even mention the other two teams. No one else is 500. What are you worried about, Mets fans? The West Coast trip? Yeah, okay. The Mets are only going to get better, and even if the Braves do turn around, it will be too. Too late. The NL East is over. I count eight blatant errors. Yeah. That was he, uh yeah, that's just salicata. Don't do that. No. Don't don't ever do that on, on social media. I got I got uh you, you know have you ever you old, old takes exposed? I did. Uh, oh no. I yeah, it, it happened uh I was ripping the Phil Kessel trade to the Penguins. Yep. And then he just went out and won two Stanley Cups and was a major part of that. Oh, can't win them all, George. But again, you, you got to put yourself out there. <laughs> you do. Like you can't. Sometimes yeah. you gotta. You're a little so, fiery. You're sitting there in your underwear on your phone. You're like, forget this Phil Castle trade to the Penguins. I went and checked out old takes exposed, and they literally had a tweet that was like, "We know about the Sal video. Please stop sending that to us." Oh. People were aware. Don't do that in sports. So the Mets now have to play on the weekend. Too bad. Okay, uh, real quick on the playoff matchups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Guardians, terrible name. The Guardians and Rays is far and away the least sexiest series. I mean, like... Oh, gross. It is, like, just Cleveland wasn't awful. supposed to be good this year. It's like... No one likes the Rays. No, terrible Not even terrible Tampa series. people like the Rays. No, only Dick Vitale likes the Tampa Bay Rays. What's the hockey equivalent of the Rays 
and Guardians in the playoffs right now. Trying to think of something that would be divisional. I'm going to say the Columbus Blue Jackets playing the New Jersey Devils. Wow, get out of my head. I was thinking the same thing. No way. What about in the West? Predators Wild? Um, Blues and Coyotes? Maybe. Anything involving sharks, the Coyotes? Sharks and Coyotes? Yeah, yeah, Coyotes would be a good bet. Yeah. But the, the Rays Jets, and Guardians? Coyotes? Rays and Guardians, yuck. I'm not going to watch any of that. That's fine. I think oh, the Mets oh. and Padres is super interesting. Especially with Scherzer and DeGrom going. And the Padres, like, always stuck in that division with the Dodgers, knowing that game one of the season, you're just playing for the wild card. Yeah, that's the Dodgers t- are an absolute buzzsaw. Tough life to live. You know what? If there's something on this radio station that's not talked enough about, it's the National League. <laughs> they don't get a lot of love. No. No, they don't. There's some good and hot National League. Is Pat Steinberg and Flames talking to talk about the National League this year, tonight? <laughs> I, don't, the I don't know if he's going to get into maybe, the... I don't maybe, know if he's going to talk about the Phillies. Maybe Logan Gordon on... Uh, Sportsnet Today? Yeah. Look at you plugging the new lineup. Yeah, it's at... Two o'clock? Two o'clock? Is it two o'clock? Yeah, Logan yeah, Gordon, it's at 2 o'clock. Because we've got the basketball show at noon, and then and, 1 o'clock is the other thing. And it's you might hear Logan Gordon's name coming up later on in the show. <gasps> Call that a tease. Oh, my. That's a broadcaster sitting across from me. Anyways, did want to play this highlight from yesterday as well. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. Aaron Judge hits his 62nd. All the Yankees out of the dugout to greet him. Just think of it. Three Yankee right fielders. The Babe hitting 60 and 27. The Jolly Roger hitting 61 and 61. And now Aaron Judge hits his 62nd home run the most home runs any American leaguer has hit in a single season. Think of it. Just think of it. I, I got some uh, I got some cool stats about this. First of all, did sure. you see the dude who just jumped thinking the ball was going to be in the bullpen? Like he just jumped and sacrificed breaking both of his legs. To catch a multi-million dollar baseball. Is that what he, is that? I was like, A, he's either plastered and completely mistimed it. B, the push from the back was so severe that he just lost his balance and, and went out. No. I try and get my feet, but he just, you think. That he guy just, had a plan. And he, he was gone before the ball even hit that guy's glove. He was down. Yeah. He, he just jumped. Have you ever seen that clip of that legendary guy with that beautiful mullet on Monday Night Football? When the yes. extra point was kicked over the net, and the guy literally jumped out of the stands, <laughs> caught it, <laughs> and somehow didn't break his legs. I think because he was probably half in the bag, so he was super pliable to begin with. Yeah, but there's no didn't way get too rigid. he didn't break his legs catching that ball. I can we get an injury report on that dude? If you haven't seen it, the guy literally just jumps, hoping the ball's in the bullpen so we can secure that multi-million dollar baseball. Is there an injury report on that guy? Frankly, he, he probably urchin. got ex- escorted out of the building. Because you can't do that. Most likely. And then the guy who actually caught the baseball is like a vice president of like a hedge fund company. Oh, $197 good. billion dollars in investments. And this guy, he says, he doesn't know if he's going to give the ball back. Like... Can you pick a worse person to pick the ball? Maybe Zach Hampel, but can yeah. you find a worse His person? His wife is also a sports reporter in the Dallas area. Yeah. Well, 
Well, come on, Patrick. We work in media. That, I know. that doesn't mean anything. No, it means nothing. I know she that. could just be scraping by like the rest of us working in <laughs> media. Gone that doesn't mean anything. Hey, paycheck to paycheck here. Oh, what's for dinner? Ramen noodles again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We work in media. But that guy had a plan. And the guy who caught it, like, ugh. It's the worst. He's unhurt. He's it's like, ki- it's like he's Bill out. Gates winning the lottery. Yeah, that's it's a very like Brad accurate. Pitt getting the girl. Like this is this guy catching this ball. Total, you wanted some like kid or some you know old man catching it and you can, can share the money with his grandkids. No, this guy catches it and he seems like a total douche. Didn't give it to a kid or nothing. He just yeah, maybe it was first game of the season. And then and then the reporters are in his face. Oh, oh what are you oh. gonna do with the ball? I don't know yet. All right, so I got some facts about this home run. Are you guys interested? We well, have no choice. I'm going to do it anyway. All right. Um, this one, again, here, let's get sporty for a second. Sure. Uh, when Babe Ruth hit his 61 home runs, he only did it off 67 different pitchers. That feels very low. Yeah, it is. When Roger Maris did it in 1961, he only did it off 120 different pitchers. Okay, that seems more what I would expect. How many different pitchers did Aaron Judge hit 63 home runs off of? You want us to guess? 225. Yeah. What's pretty good. Patrick? Two, Price two, is right rules. Two, Higher or lower? Price is right rules, Patrick. Yeah. Higher or lower? Higher, 235. That's pretty good. 250. Ooh. It just goes wow. to show how much harder and what an incredible accomplishment Judge did oh, compared yeah. to those other dudes. Like 250 pitches. All right. So. And it's significant that he's right-handed as well. Yes, it is significant. Um, let me give you some facts about 1961. Sure. Because that record was finally broken. It stood since 1961. Uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame, home of the Stanley Cup, opened in Toronto in 1961. Really? Good for them. Yeah. Uh, from April 1960 to February 1961, the United States slipped into a 10-month recession during which the GDP declined by 2.4%, and unemployment increased to nearly 7%. Hey, here's some 10 uh, fun food and beverage facts of that year. Chicken a la king sure. was, the, was the biggest thing. Clam dip. Clam dip? dip? Yeah, that sounds horrendous. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Doritos. Doritos debuted. Big food trend. That's good. Frozen dinners. All right. Lipton onion soup dip. Pineapple upside down cake. Spam. <laughs> Spam debut. Good for us. We were really getting Spam. into the uh, special army meat. Is, mm. there, is there any? Well, that's pretty good. Is there anything grosser than the jelly around Spam? Um, beside the Spam itself, have you ever eat fried Spam? What about the chicken in that. a can? Have you seen that jelly? No. Ooh. Ooh, no. Oh. Go Google chicken in a can. No thanks. All right. Sprite. Sprite debuted in 1961. We were really hitting our stride for Swedish uh, meatballs. Oh, and tunnel of fudge cake. I have no idea what that means. In Tunnel 1960, Tunnel and Fudge, uh, Baseball Hall of Famer Ty Cobb, nicknamed the Georgia Peach, died on July 17th. Rumors for years persisted that Cobb killed a drifter in Detroit <laughs> in 1912 Cobb from the Smithsonian. As for the incident in Detroit in 1912, sports writer Al Stump said Cobb and his wife were attacked by three men, and Cobb told him, quote, he killed one of his attackers, beating the man with the butt of his Belgian pistol, then using the gun's sight as a blade, and then, quote, slashed away the man's face, until he was faceless. And finally, birthdays in 1961. Wayne Gretzky was his birthday. Happy birthday, Barack Wade. Obama. Well, yeah. Dan Marino. Right on. Dennis Rodman. Uh-huh. George Clooney. Whoa. Elaine from Seinfeld. That's a pretty Julie good year. Lillard. They were all born in 1961. Isn't good that year. fun? What about the revolver in the face, though? <laughs> Listen. That was... 
Who hasn't well, thought about killing a drifter at least once in their <laughs> life? Ty Cobb okay. done, done some nasty things. Right. Ty Cobb. Watch the movie with Tommy Lee Jones. It's pretty good. Cobb. I hope Stole that, a lot of bases. <laughs> the Georgia that, Peach. Hope that guy who jumped from the bullpen is fine. He yeah, is let's unheard. get an injury report on that guy. He um, is unheard. World Cup's coming up in November. Yeah. Boy, are we excited for this. Football is life. Boy, is this turning into a mess. Uh, who could have seen this coming? Hotel rooms are being booked up, so people are having to perhaps stay in tents yeah. when they travel to the event. Um, that's going to be in Qatar. Once again, I should probably mention that. Um, there's a sex ban that could land you seven years of prison time if you're caught frolicking outside the confines of marriage. And the latest doozy, you might not even be able to watch the games on TV if you travel because the broadcaster is charging hotels heaps of dough to broadcast the game. Reports are they're going to have to pay the broadcasters 100,000 Qatari real for each bar or restaurant that carries the game. That's about $37,000 Canadian per bar or restaurant for each hotel. So lots aren't even going to bother. And you can't drink. Oh, also you can't drink. Only in specific designated areas are you allowed to drink. So you also get thrown in jail if you drink alcohol, too. So it's a World Cup with no drinking, no one-night stands, no games on TV, and people staying in tents. Listen, I don't know. What is this, Firefest? I don't know what you're talking about. A World Cup in November in in the desert for a country that was less than 2 million people and multiple workers died building that stadium. To me, that sounds the perfect recipe for a World Cup and why Qatar should be hosting it. Yeah, just the... The shining light of human rights. Uh, we, I think as a show, we need to pick a dark horse team. Mm. And maybe we'll have a World Cup draw. And the four of us pick a team. Alex is very excited. That's right. Are you, Alex, Alex this is your... So we'll have like a snake draft of World Cup teams. Sure. And then we got to have some sort of prize at the end for whoever like wins the World Cup. Whoever gets the... Yeah, and we'll do like, I don't know, in. three rounds. You pick three teams from the World Cup and I, we'll do a draw. All right. I'm you, in. You're in for that? I'm in. All right. You in? Is is there a is there a is there a bar people watch soccer here? Is that even exist in Ship and Anchor. Ship and Anchor. That's or- where all the games will be. Okay. I'm excited for the World Cup. We got you. Canada. That's going to be fun. This would be Canada's World Cup that they're going to. Okay, so yeah, right. real quick betting uh thing on the World Cup. Yeah. Canada's two and a half goals for the group stage to score two and a half goals. Do you take the over or the under? Over. I would say the over, but I don't. I honestly you have nothing about soccer. I have no bearing. I'll hold your on hand this. through it a little bit when we go through the World Cup. Fantastic, two and a half goals. That's people aren't expecting much out of the yeah, old Canucks, Canada eh? in the last nineteen eighty six World Cup in Mexico. Zero goals scored. You're really getting me excited for this. Okay, tough ass group. <sighs> and good night, and good luck to you, sir. That's all I have. Great job. Thank you. Great job, as always. Did my best. Uh, Dave Dickinson, Calgary Stampeders head coach, straight ahead. Oh, and I got to do a read here. Hold on. Yeah. But uh, I didn't lie to you. But no, bit. Dave Dickinson Dave, is straight totally ahead. He's going to call us in like But that Rose minutes. report uh, yeah. is brought to you by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Avenue and 3rd Street Southeast. There you go. Dave Dickinson, head coach of the Calgary Stampeders, straight ahead. Ricky Romero, former Blue Jays pitcher at 730, and a member of this radio station took advantage 
of another member of this radio station, and I'm appalled. Unbelievable. I think it's awful. Mm-hmm. And at 8.30, uh, we're going to go back to Ask George a Question, Getting to Know George Week. That's what it is on the big show right now. I'm excited. 960-960, name and location. That's so Toronto! Name and location. Don't get upset about it. We want to give you credit who you are and where you're texting from. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. We don't do that here. (laughs) That's Toronto radio.